In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. I'm saying this for the men in the room right now. The first part of my sermon is going to be about listening. So right here, okay? Listen. Okay? Because what I'm about to tell you is going to help you in your marriages. And if you're not married, it's going to help you when you get married. Okay? Listen. The best question you can ask your wife at the end of the day is how was your day? That's the best question you can ask. The second part of that, though, is you have to listen to the answer. All the way to the end of the answer. Okay, I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. I'm not saying that I'm an expert. But when you ask that question and she starts to tell you about her day, you listening? Okay. You listen all the way to the end of what she has to say. Okay? Because I know that I am, and you all know this, Christy knows it best. I'm like that dog in the movie Up. You know, when you see a squirrel, oh, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Sometimes I don't even ask a question, how was your day? We just get to talking, and in the middle of whatever she's saying, I'll look up and say, you know, I got to get a ladder and get that cobweb up there. She'll be telling me a story that I need to know about my kids, the, the week coming up about soccer practice and, and softball practice and all these things. And in the middle of talking to me, I'll, I'll look up and go, hey, you know, we should do something about those knobs on the cabinet. Lately, she's calling me out on it. We have to listen to the message before we make any kind of response to things in our lives. And today's gospel passage, the disciples were not listening. If you look at the gospel passage this morning, the disciples didn't hear a word that Jesus said before they went on with their own agenda. You know, when somebody is talking to us and we're not listening to what they say, we're really telling them that what you're saying is not important because what I'm about to say is even more important because I'm thinking it while you're saying it. And so it doesn't matter what you have to say. Just hurry up and finish so I can speak is what we tell the person. You can hear everything. But to listen takes a special person. And I know that in the gospel passage this morning, the disciples didn't mean to, James and John didn't mean to, but they did. They passed right over the message of what Christ was telling them. He was telling them that he's going to go and be scourged and spit upon and beat and be hung up on a cross. And then they said, hey, when you get to your kingdom, can we sit on your right and your left? as if they didn't even hear what was going to happen. He's going to be beat, beat, spit upon, scourged, put up on the cross. The next question would be why? How can we avoid this? How can we keep this from happening? Later on in Holy Week, we'll read these readings, these scripture passages, and we'll see that Peter does a good job of standing up and saying, no, no, we'll take sword. The Lord tells him, no, this has to happen. But too often in our lives, we skip the main point, and we want to get to what benefits us. We skip all the easy stuff, or the hard stuff, I mean, I'm sorry, and get right to the easy stuff. We want to skip over the crucifixion and get right to the resurrection. That's where the party is. We want to skip over all the sorrow in life and get right to all the joy. We want to skip over the long answer of how was your day to just it being good. 
there's more to it in life. Even the disciples who sat at the feet of Christ were distracted by things that came into their lives. They were distracted by, oh, a cobweb. Oh, something shiny. They were distracted by their own agenda. They were distracted by things that they wanted to see in their lives and were not ready and prepared to hear the message of Christ, which is a crucified, risen Lord. Not just a risen Lord who is victorious, but a Lord who's beaten down, a Lord who's crucified and spit upon and slapped and then put up on a cross to die and then to be risen from the dead. Not like a parade of champions where when somebody wins, one of these teams wins the world championship, they have a parade through the city. There's work that has to be done before the parade. There's all kinds of work that we have to do before we get to that mountaintop. In order to get to the mountaintop, you have to make a plan. And the first plan of action that you should always make is to listen. Because somebody has done it better and they did it before you. And you could learn something from them. Not just you, speak for myself as well. We could learn something from them. Listen. Listen to the experiences that they have. Listen to the message that they're telling you. Listen to what needs to be done in order to make that journey more palatable because going uphill is a difficult road to climb. Bless you. There was once we had a clergy luncheon and there were eight priests sitting around the table and the woman at the table next to us sneezed. Not one priest said, bless you. There were eight of us sitting there. This is very embarrassing. So now I make it a point to say bless you. We have to listen to the examples that are given to us. The Lord told us at the beginning of Lent, I'm sorry, in the middle of Lent, that he wanted us to pick up his cross and to follow him. To pick up our cross and to follow him means what? That we're going to pick up our cross and enter into what? A death and crucifixion like his so that we can do what? Appreciate the resurrection that he gives us. When a child is baptized in the font, the prayer before the priest places the baby into the water says, may the baby partake in your death and crucifixion and in the joy of your resurrection. Sometimes it's hard for the priest to read the first part of that sentence because it sounds so graphic for a little child to be put to death and crucified. But it's a figurative speaking so that they can live in the resurrection with God. Too often we miss the message because we're thinking about a million other things. So I'm going to ask you from this day through at least Pascha, make it a point to listen to what's going on. Listen to the loved ones in your lives. Listen to the things that they have to say. Listen to their emotions. Listen to their actions. Listen to what they're doing and what they're saying. And listen to what they may not be saying. Listen. If James and John would have heard what the Lord actually said in the gospel passage today, they would have asked a much different question, I think. But the question that they asked led the Lord to give us a great teaching at the end of the gospel passage. The Lord came to serve, not to be served. And if we're to imitate Christ, we are to do just that.
to roll up our sleeves and to serve and to listen to him. Amen. Um, real quick, I wanted to tell you why this area has been blocked off. I should have done this during the announcements, but I'll, I'll do it now. Um, if you see the iconostasis going up, it's, it's really nice. It's, a li- it's elaborate because behind here, it goes deep here because there's a cabinet back here, a closet, and a table back behind here for the boys to cut the altar, the, the bread on. So it, it goes a little bit deeper, and that's why we have this entryway here. This wood is from the wood from trees that were taken down when we had to clear the land. We milled the wood, saved the wood, and, uh, and, and uh, milled it and did it so we can use it for the iconostasi. The same wood that was used on the altar, the entire altar was made from that wood as well. And if you look at the crowns here, and the gold ones here, you see those? Those are from the iconostasi from the old parish at, at uh, Skyway Drive as well. So we're using items from that iconostasi in here also. These icons will be mounted in here permanently. And then in these four spots under the icons are going to go beautifully um, mosaics handmade by Keith Valle and, um, and a family of uh, the Jesus Christos Nika, Jesus Christ Conquers, the Hero, the Alpha and the Omega, and a cross. If you want to come over here and take a look, you do so at your own um, risk. Please don't step on anything. Please don't kick anything. Please don't uh, do anything. You can come take a look at them. Um, they're not going to be, uh, they're going to be embedded into the red tile. They're not going to be uh, glued on top. They're going to be embedded underneath. And that's going to happen this week. So hopefully by the end of the week, we'll have the iconostasi all done. It'll be um, all um, finished with the, uh, the uh, lacquer and the stain. And the uh, archangels will be hung as doors here. And the doors will slide, will slide open for the acolytes to go in and out of. So it's going to be a very nice um, addition to uh, the parish. And we thank uh, everybody who had anything to do with putting it together and for donating and their time and energy. God bless you. God be with you and protect you always. Oh, one last thing. Sorry. It would be really bad if I didn't do this. Um, we have a very special, very special guests with us this morning. Um, the, uh, you know that the seminary is very near and dear to my heart. The dean of Hellenic College uh, is here with us today. Dimit- Dr. Dimitri Kados, please stand up, Dr. Dimitri Kados, and his beautiful family, Christina. <laughs> Christina, Mia, Stelios, and Andoni are here. Um, um, if you remember, they visited many times before, but Mia was the little itty-bitty girl. She was two years old, and she was the little redhead girl that was speaking Greek that everybody fell in love with. She's now 14, 13, 13, going on 25 and looking beautiful. God bless her. Uh, Dimitri and Christina are Harrison's godparents, and they're here visiting for the kids' spring break, and we're glad to have you. And he represents uh, the school wherever he goes, but uh, just a great person. If I were ever on that show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? He would be my phone-a-friend. He knows everything except for sports. I'd have to call somebody else for a sports question, but everything. Okay, God bless you. Have a great week. Who's doing the um, who's doing the bread?